The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own, and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. Sure. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy. What are you doing to your nipples? A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee. Bloody, 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 bloody. Nick Marty. Hi. The Diesel Tom Ryan. Hi. Oh, that was Jeremy. Hello. Oh, you f. Hello. I did. Hello. Hello. There it is. Big Brother Jeremy. Hi. Hey, Carl, what's up? Hi, Carl. Are you ready? I really hope we have, like, an actual Carl that listens to the show. Because then he feels special every week. Hey, Carl, what's up? Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. What's up? Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. Hello. Are you ready? I was born ready. It's showtime! This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go. September 23rd, 2020. Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. I dropped the whole like revamped, rebooted, redone, just all around better Four Norsemen because we're we're six episodes in now. I believe this is number six, right? And... And it's one of those things that we're we're not revamped anymore. We're just we're just on a roll, right? Am I Makes right? Makes sense. Okay, good. I'm glad we're it all on the same page here. Thank you. Appreciate that. My all virtual group of co-hosts here they are, Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nyak. Good evening, kind sir. My wife always laughs at me because I don't think I ever pronounce your first name correctly anymore. I just say Nyak. Yeah, and so anytime she refers to you, you're always knack. knack. Yeah, and I think I think I've just heard it that way so many times that now I just respond that way. Like I don't even notice the difference anymore. Right. Knack. 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 Big brother Jeremy in the house. In the house. Hi. Hi. What's up? See, you sound way better, doesn't he, guys? He sounds way better. It's just awesome. Yep. Troubleshooting. Awesome. Troubleshooting. 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 At its That's right. The Diesel Tom Ryan. There he is. Hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Hey. You're much in a much better mood this week. Um, How's the back? Valium. Yeah, the Valium. Are you serious? That's a, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Yeah, I'm just yeah. over here just drooling. <laughs> <laughs> it's working great, guys. <laughs> um, no, uh, I I had the uh, actually this week. I will have seen all of you in person at some point because i saw tom on saturday nick i saw you on what day sunday i think so yep you you, you stop by quickly and then i'm gonna see big brother jeremy in the house tomorrow so tomorrow in my house yeah it, in Bru- his house so i'm flying to, i'm flying to sc tomorrow to not the supreme court even though okay never mind i'm not okay, gonna get yeah, let's yeah, not go there south carolina agreed in the first yeah. podcast south carolina muck south carolina you almost went in the muck. Yeah. i almost went in the muck um, I should name this podcast Almost in the Muck, because the first oh, yes. one was the Muck. Now yeah, this one's going to be Almost in the Muck, very close yeah. to the Muck, um, the Muckety Muck. Uh, yeah, so going to South Carolina to see my folks, big brother Jeremy, his wife, and most importantly, Charlie. Yeah. Um, Charlie uh, the dog, yeah. The greatest um, dog on earth. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Yep. He's, yep. Is that Charlie? Yes, it is. It's Charlie. Yep, yep. It is Charlie. Yep. yep. He's a good so, boy. He is. He's a good boy. Um, guys, can I ask you a question to kick off the show? It's kind of a serious question. Yeah, Uh-oh. pour your soul out, buddy. We're here. Yeah, it's kind of serious. Are the Minnesota Vikings the worst team in the NFL? No. No? There's one team worse, I think. Who's worse? The Jets. 
Oh, well, that, yeah, I guess that's pretty obvious. The Jets are really bad. I agree, but they are bad. I, uh, I, I, I am seriously really... think they're second worst. I, I agree. They, they do nothing well right now. There's not one bright spot right now. Uh, I'm really hoping that a certain South Carolinan quarterback yeah, uh, wears purple next year. And so I am 100% on the bandwagon that I am cheering <laughs> against them. I am tired of seven and nine and first round exits. Let's let's bottom out this and let's uh, yes. yes. Let's 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 get a thirty three million dollar uh, backup quarterback in a couple of years hey, and just uh, let's take for Trevor for one year. He'd be yep. a thirty three million dollar backup and uh, the you know next ten to fifteen years hopefully would be a fruitful you know uh, quarterback of. Trevor Lawrence in Minnesota. Yep. And, and you know what? There's even a couple more. Like, it's a pretty good quarterback draft with Justin Fields, yeah. too. Like, I'd take him. Uh, I'd take the um, kid from North Dakota State, Trey yeah, Lance, UK. too. Yeah, Trey Lance. So yeah. I'm well, fine with... North Carolina has a quarterback, too. That's Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's suck. Let's Bottom get in the top outfit. three. Let's, let's get in the top three and watch him draft another cornerback. That's, you know, that's going to be the, uh, the, the method they take. back. Yeah. They'll trade back for value. Yeah, they need yeah. seventh round picks. Yep, got to get all those seventh round picks. Yep, um, I I do feel bad, like for Kirk Cousins though, because it feels like he, other than the paycheck, he never really got a fair shake here. You know, like we like we we invested as much money I as we know, did in. Though. Yeah, mm. but I mean, if you if you spend that much money on a quarterback, especially at the time, like protect the guy. Right? We do have the worst offensive line yeah. in the history of and, offensive and we, lines. And we've had that for yep. a long time. The only reason Case Keenum was uh, successful with that line is because he was mobile enough to uh, and just slippery enough to not get sacked every time they were in the backfield. So, yeah, I mean, so I feel bad because I just don't think this team necessarily matches Kirk's strong suits well enough yep. at this point in the game. So no. what might those I, be? <laughs> I mean, well, no, seriously, in a bubble, in a vacuum, he's a great quarterback, but he cannot deal with any kind of uh, up the middle pressure. Yep. Having to, you know, improvise at all. He, I mean, I haven't seen a quarterback telegraph receivers like this since Christian Ponder. And it's not my it's, fault. It's been, it's just been. A bad, bad star for that guy, and I don't know if he's going to ever recover. I mean, yeah. he's going to get paid next year, but he, yeah. I think if he is on the Vikings roster the third day of this upcoming season, he, his whole guaranteed contract goes into 2022. Mm. So so I think they probably have to actually cut him from the roster and eat $33 million in the on the salary cap next year. I don't care. Uh, or trade him. But you're not it's not going to be the end of the world if you have to do that. No, right. it's if not. You get, if you get it's what not. you consider to be your franchise guy, you bite the bullet mm -hmm. and it's not the end of the world. I totally right. agree with that. Yeah. I totally then you, agree with that. Then you have a terrible year the year after and you draft your left tackle and boom, you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Looking at the schedule too, like I don't see a win anywhere no, soon either. It's like it's a pretty brutal schedule yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. go Titans. I'm a Derrick Henry fan this weekend. I am now hundred percent on cheering against the Vikings because I love them as much yes. as yep. I do. Yep, yep. We have I, to uh, we have to kill them in order to bring yep. them back stronger. Yep. I like it. Yep. 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 Der Derrick Henry is definitely in my DraftKings lineup this week. Nice. Mark. Smart. Pretty much have anyone on that offense. Like yeah. just take I all. I think I have John Smith yeah. too. Yeah. Down, down more corners in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Can Can we talk about a more interesting subject? Sure. Um. You guys are doing good. Thanks, babe. Next gen. Are you guys sticking PlayStation or are you thinking Xbox at all? Um. I'm. Uh, I I'm gonna stick PlayStation for sure. Um, the only thing that would possibly sway me towards an Xbox is if, for some reason, the next Elder Scrolls game is an is an Xbox exclusive. Now that X now that Microsoft has bought Bethesda, so yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't think it will be. 
I think it's just going to be maybe a uh, an early six, re- month, ex- six exclusive, months exclusive yeah. or early release or whatever they call it, um, and then get released to the PlayStation after that. So I, I have officially pre-ordered the PlayStation. So you I, got uh, one? I, I I did. I nice. did. I was on I was on a waiting list, and I got the email. I was it was by absolute luck. Yeah. I was on my phone when the email popped through. Uh, I went with the digital edition, so no discs. No discs. Uh, I, I realized I don't play with any discs anymore. Um, so I'm excited. I, I, I went I went PlayStation because um, it, it, they're really the same. Honestly, there's yeah. really very few individual titles, but the ones that PlayStation have mm-hmm. tend to lean. I'm not a huge, huge Halo guy anymore. I'm not a huge Gears of War. Like They seem like they've retreaded the same yeah. um, kind of games, and I'm, I'm excited for some of the PlayStation exclusives. Oh, for so sure, yeah. PlayStation definitely has the stronger exclusives, yeah. and and it, it, that wasn't always the case. You know, nope. Xbox, on the nope. Xbox 360, they had a ton of good ones. Yep. Um, but, and I was happy yep. to have that then, but yeah, you're right. I, I feel the same way. So, uh, again, if I had to buy an Xbox Series X, right, that's what they're calling it, yep. to play the next Elder Scrolls game, I might do yep. that. And, well, you know, in this Here's generation, the- I got a I, I got a refurbished Xbox One that works just fine for for nothing. So you know I'll find a way to get one if I need to. But go ahead. Here's next. the deal, Ad. If the, if that's the case, we'll just split one and we'll like have joint custody of it. So okay. you can play through it, and then I'll play through it. We can just switch homes. Can we? Can we play together? Yeah, that's fine. That's I got fine. I, mean, I like playing with Na- you. naked. <laughs> But yeah, you're 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 its uncle, Jeremy. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Diesel's in on the naked part. I know that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's all I heard. I didn't hear anything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right on. We got an awesome show this evening on the Norseman. Uh, we're talking about one of, if not my number one favorite topic tonight. We're talking beer, and who doesn't love beer? Yeah. Well, I mean, who on the show doesn't love beer? There's plenty of people that don't. They're stupid, but. They, uh, but yeah, they don't have souls. They don't have souls. Yeah, for sure. And our friend and beer expert Scooter from Scooter's Beer of the Week will join us live for an extended edition of Scooter's Beer of the Week, talking fall beers with Scoot tonight. That should be a lot of fun. And uh, then on to the third segment where we're going to try another Jeremy experiment. I like this one. I came up with this one this week. Uh, What did you think of the last show? One Jeremy, what'd oh, you think me? Of that? yeah. What do you think of that? You actually want my opinion? I um, do. You're the one. You're the one looking a fool. Yeah, we're gonna hey. figure this thing out, Jeremy. Yeah, it was good. I liked the last week one. Okay, that uh, was better than uh, just uh, you know me and you arguing. Right. Yeah. There you go. So, um, so that'll be in the third segment, and then of course another Tom's Hero of the Week as well to cap us off. Anything else before we get going? No, I just want my kick scooter. What do you you got a Kit Kat? Dude, these Witches Brew Kit Kats, the marshmallow Kit Kats, are the effing bomb. They're really good. Cool. You I get... can't find it. It's underneath my. Oh, here it is. Piece of candy. Piece of candy. All right, let's roll. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. I'm Adam Lee. We are the Four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everyone, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen Podcast, and I'd like to talk with you about the source for all the great music on our show, Mr. Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Looking for music for your podcast, YouTube video, school project, or video game? SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre, for any occasion. Best part is, tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norsemen is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste time worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast. It's a pain. You only need Shane Ivers. Donate and support to Shane's music on SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound, 
Norseman.com. The Four Norsemen. second segment of the four norsemen thanks for checking us out wherever or whenever you might be listening we are growing the interactive aspect of the program social media check us out twitter facebook myspace we are hip now with it and wow norseman four that's the number four at gmail.com to email so do that too send us stuff we you know ideas for the program uh, we appreciate those uh, tasteful nudes this time, folks. Um, you know, none of that dirty stuff that... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so, but yeah, tasteful nudes are great. Uh, what else do we want from the email, guys? We want... Uh, um, just, just even, like, in words of encouragement. Words of encouragement are good. Yep, we need yeah. those as well. Let us know you're in- listening. Inspirational quotes. Inspirational um, quotes. Yeah, good. Yep. Okay. Would be great. Okay. Tom and Jeremy clearly yeah. checked out well, at, I, at I, I had, I had two of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking well, at my phone. Tom's pretty busy right now because he's helping to set up our OnlyFans account, which is going to, I think, take care of the nudes problem. Ready to talk about beer. Yeah, let's do it, huh? Should we do that? Yeah. <laughs> I love beer. Okay, here we go. It's time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer's so good, you can't buy it anywhere. You can't. It's so good, you can't get it anywhere. Scooter! Hi, Scooter. Hi. Scooter's here, guys. He's live and in person. Well, in via Zoom. He's not really in person, but he's he's here. There he is. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. Super long, extended uh, Scooter's Beer of the Week. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Good, good. I'm good. I can't speak for the rest of these guys, but I'm I'm great. Yeah, having a good time here on the Norseman. Jeremy's pouring a beer. He knocked over his microphone. Uh, this has been how the show has been going tonight, Scoot. Uh, in the last segment, Jeremy dropped his Kit Kat bar and uh, toppled over his microphone. Hey, I found it again, though. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you found it. Yep. Um, she said. So that's didn't fall into a black hole, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if it's on this room, it's pretty close. He's, he's so proud of it. Hey, I found it. <laughs> I found it. The question is, did you eat it? Oh yeah. You're yep. fat. It was good. <laughs> You're fat. Good. Talk to us about his marshmallow Kit Kat. You're again. fat. That's the way the show. This is the way the show has been going. Who don't look like you need the extra McRib? So, speaking of Kit Kats, the other day I had an apple spice Kit Kat. Ooh, it was not bad. Okay. Have you have you had the witch's brew yet? I have not. Okay, that's one Jeremy. Yeah, that's the one Jeremy was talking about. See now, Scoot, Uh, I have high standards for my Kit Kats, and you know, just all right, or it was okay. It's not interesting me at all. So I anyone want. Ever do the... Anyone ever do the Kit Kat and the coffee? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. I I used to put a chunk of uh, Milky Way into my coffee. Oh, now that's see, Scooter's got moves, guys. That you won't believe. Uh, oh, Scoot, I've had Scooter cakes. Oh. That's true. Yes, we have. Uh, uh, Scooter's a Renaissance man. I was just talking to my brother-in-law about um about scoot the other day um because he was asking for the full version of scooter's beer of the week that you and i record on tuesday night scoot before the show he wants to hear the whole 7 10 15 minute uh (laughs) rant Um, he wants to hear my rambling yeah but it's good stuff though so uh so that's you know that's a big reason we've got you here tonight is because we're talking beer and uh scoot you provide probably the most important and well-received segment on the Norseman. So really, you're the MVP of the show. 
I got people left and right asking us for more scooters. So here you are. We aim to please. And for tonight's Scooters Beer of the Week, we we each have a fall beer recommendation, which we're going to get to in a second. And uh, But Scooter, first of all, and you can start with your recommendation whenever you want, but why is the fall, specifically the fall, such an important time for beer? Well, a lot of it, I'm going to say, goes on to um, being that it is Oktoberfest uh, this time of year. Um, that tends to be right up there with, uh, I'd say, you know, New Year's, St. Patty's Day as your big drinking holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oktoberfest is probably right up there, depending upon what part of the country you're in. You know, uh, here in the Midwest with a lot of German heritage, you're going to see a lot of Oktoberfest going on. Hell yeah. Um, you know, there's something about the the fall amber beer that a lot of breweries come out with at this time. It's very it's very homey it's very cozy it's very comfortable it tastes good it makes you feel good and that's just kind of what fall is especially to me you know fall is a very you're you're breaking out the hoodies you're it there's a like crispness in the air but it, it, it's a good crispness in the right, air and right yeah makes yeah. you feel good everything right. things smell good you know the, the the smell of the leaves the changing um knowing that winter's coming and you're just savoring every last moment of the the nice weather getting outside these beers that they create for this time of year um again being mostly i'm going to say a lot of your ambers are kind of developed for the fall uh, you know kind of fall into that category right right yeah for sure uh, to me it seems like it's almost like a it's almost like a palate cleanser from summer where oh, yeah. you you have so many different options for alcohol in general now especially with the seltzer crowd you know beefing up and all that stuff all these refreshing things that are good for hot weather and all that stuff but then the the fall is where we just get back to basics with beer Mm -hmm. and it's it's manly it's like it's like no shave november you know you're gonna grow a beard because it because you freaking can in the Mm -hmm. in the fall hunting season stuff that's oh, right. Yeah. I love it. So we all were instructed for our homework for the show is to uh, 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 come around a, with a fall beer recommendation. Uh, Scooter, you are our guest. So would you like to go first? Of course. So coming to us from the hallowed brew kettles of New Glarus Brewing oh, Company. you son of a um, bitch. I have the <laughs> stag <laughs> I have the Staghorn Oktoberfest. Uh, um, it is a it is a wonderful beer. I, you know, I think I say that about every beer I bring on here, but beer is wonderful. Because you know what you're it talking about. Wonderful beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to give you guys a bad, you know, like a pumpkin ale or something. You know, yeah. oh. I'm not going to bring that. No, no. I haven't found a good one of those yet. Um, but this beer is good. So um, on the bottle, they like to say it is a true Wisconsin red by whatever that means. Um, it is a very a red, amber, um, slightly orange colored beer. Uh, comes in at a 6.25% uh, alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. So it's a little on the, little more on the alcoholic side. Not by much, but some. Uh, it is brewed as a lager slash Marzen style. So I think last time I had the Pauliner uh, talked about Marzen beers. Marzen beers brewed in March uh, to be consumed in the fall. And that's kind of going back to that whole fall beers. These beers were set aside to be brought out. And these are going to be their best beers because they're bringing them. It was for a party. So, so do they're they, bringing do, them out. Do they just take that long to ferment? Um, with your lager beers, yeah, you want to have a, a, a little bit of a longer ferment. If they sit, they're not, you, you don't want to age them too long, but by sitting in a cool, and they'll put these things in beer caves, big holes in the ground that they've, they've tunneled under the breweries or into hillsides to use the natural geothermal, um, you know, it's a, the average of the highs and the lows. So around here, your average in the ground is going to be about 50 degrees. Um, you know, it's between your highs and your lows. Germany's pretty much the same thing. We're on a similar latitude, so they're they're putting these beers down there. The yeast have developed to 
to thrive in those cooler uh, environments. And by by fermenting slow and cool, you get a very crisp, clean beer. Your ales brew at a very warm temperature and brew and 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 ferment fast. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to a lot of off flavors, a lot of um, like banana clove flavors that come from esters and acetals and such that sometimes you're looking for those, but not always. Not in a beer like this. You want it to be crisp and clean. And sure. that's why it takes so long. It's a, yeah. it's a slow. Lagers are very slow. Yeah. But they show every flaw that they have because they are so crisp and clean i want to live in a beer cave um in hudson at the casanova liquor store right um just just uh right next to it are the remnants of the brewery's beer caves there and at one point they were doing some tours there they were all closed up when i yeah they're all closed up by the there yeah yeah but they they, uh, they, those are some remnants there, but yeah, it'd be great. Um, the Wabasha Street Caves. In, oh, sure. Wabasha. Yeah, sure. those ones, uh, those were beer caves, I believe, as well. Uh, they might have been cheese storage, too, but um, it's a very similar thing. They, they didn't have refrigeration back in the day. They had mm-hmm. to figure things out. So, well, let's dig a hole in the ground and put some beer in there. And hey, it turns out. Hell yeah. Let's so. dig a hole. God I, go I, I, God, I just have like testosterone just pulsing through my veins right now, talking about beer and digging holes and <laughs> and yeah. want to eat some. I want to eat some steak and just oh, burn something oh. on an open fire and kill something with my bare hands. I love the fall and I love beer. It's so good. Speaking of speaking of steak, yeah. I, I'm going to have. I'm I, I've saved some of that polliner that I um, like very much. Oh yeah. Uh, we just bought a quarter of beef from a, a gentleman that I work with, and that is, it was just slaughtered. I like where this is going. And uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to be picking it up, and there's going to be some very nice steaks in there, and that's going to be consumed with the Polliner Oktoberfest. Hell yeah! So there you that's, go. Good job, buddy. All right, you uh, tell us tell us more about the staghorn. All right, so the staghorn. Um, in appearance, it is it's darker than most Oktoberfest. Oktoberfests tend to be uh, a little bit lighter than the the dark amber. They're going to be more of a golden uh, style or golden color. Uh, this comes in as a, it's a deep amber, red, orange color, uh, and that comes from some of the malts that are in there. They use a little bit more of the the toasted malts. Uh, and you can t- definitely taste that, and I'll, I'll get to that as we go on. Um, when you pour it, it's a very strong, pillowy head. Uh, it, it stays there for quite a while. I, I cannot pour the whole bottle into my glass because of the you've got to wait for the head to, to go down. And as you're drinking it, and it's hard to see, but as you go down on the glass, uh, I know it's great for podcast for radio <laughs> here, but yep. you guys can see, um, the, the little bit of head that's left on the glass as you go, and that's called lacing. And the beer will, as you drink it, uh, is uh, it goes down, leaves that little bit, and that's called lacing. And it tells you that it's got a a, a body to the beer that there's yeah. not thickness, but it's definitely a, a quality that they've used some good ingredients, and you know it's not watered down. This is this is a good beer. Yeah, I thought it was right. also indicative of a clean glass because there wasn't yes. any soap residue. Correct. Yeah, this, any kind of uh, soap residue will destroy the carbonation. It'll destroy the head of the beer. And that's why most bars nowadays have that little spray contraption that rinses out your glass. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's good. Cool. Um, in my early days of brewing, I uh, had the problem of I was washing out bottles with just Dawn dish soap. And there are surfactants in that dish soap that stay with the glass and it actually killed the carbonation in the beer mm. so you know chalked up the learning experience now i use a, a specific it's called pbw pro brewery wash um that i use to clean all my glassware and has fixed that issue there are nice. other issues but i fixed that issue right on right so, on all right, so the aroma, when I smell it, there's not a whole lot of smell to it. You know, I stick my nose in there, give it a good whiff, uh, but that's when it was cold. As it has warmed up, I start to pick up more bready notes. Uh, 
uh, almost like rye bread smell to it as right. I'm sure as it warms up a little bit. The beer is going to also change flavors as it warms up. Over Europe, they drink their beer a little bit warmer than we like good cold beer. Uh, over there, they tend to drink things a little bit warmer. Um, you get a better flavor or a different pl- flavor profile as the beer warms up. So if you got a beer that you like, you try that. You know, try it cold, let it warm up a little bit, and then you know try again. See if you like the different flavors. There are some beer that I've liked cold, hated warm, and vice versa. Huh. So it all depends upon you know the temperature of the beer. Um, taste. First thing I taste when I have this beer is a roasted malt. Um, Very, very roasty. Toasted bread. um, Almost to the point, not, I wouldn't say burnt, but right before burnt. You know, it's it's very, very roasty. Um, But it's not sweet. It's not bitter. As you drink, you could sit here, I take this whole glass down, no problem. Um, It's, it's, it goes down very easy. It's very smooth, very well balanced. Um, at, when you sit after drinking it for a little bit, you do get a faint bitter hop taste afterwards. That is quite pleasant. Uh, it is not a overly astringent. Um, yeah, not the whole puckering. No, it's no. You're not going to pucker your butthole on this one. <laughs> it's a, a good tasting beer. Notes from the brewery. They say it is a 100% natural beer um great midwestern and european malts the world's most expensive hops fresh yeast from germany and clear wisconsin water make our staghorn oktoberfest the wisconsin real red um when they're talking expensive hops they're talking about noble hops and those are some of the original hop varieties that were cultivated in bavaria germany that were used in the beer those are the ones that are allowed in the reinheitsgebot the the german purity law uh so it also says you know no preservatives and such so if you're on that kind of kick this is a good beer for that as well yeah um nowhere on the bottle nowhere in any of the marketing they say this is a marzen beer but it is a marzen style beer right um again being that it is the whole brewed in march this is a seasonal variety it is only available at this time of the year and then it goes bye-bye and comes back next year so very very popular beer now unlike most of your other beers that you've recommended on the program this one you got to go to scani to get it correct only in wisconsin only in wisconsin that's their slogan i was there there today i totally missed totally missed the bag on that one yeah yeah gotta gotta get yourself some uh let's see some staghorn some of course spotted cow two women uh what else is it? totally uh, naked totally naked oh, great, oh, yeah, that's uh, yep. so good yep that yep. is that is a, a great lager i i really like the totally naked yep yep i like so, i like it too i highly suggest if you guys ever have the opportunity take the tour at new glarus i've wanted it's to awesome. um, it's and awesome. not just the, the the main new brewery it's kind of a self-guided thing. You walk through it. We kind of expected a little bit more of a tour guide thing. But the tour, actually, that's called a hard hat tour. They take you down to the old brewery that they're still running. Okay. And a lot of the actual stuff is done down there. That's that's the tour to take. But you All have right. to sign up for that one. Yeah, it's, a, it's hard to get into. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So anything else on the staghorn? Because we should get around to the rest of our recommendations then. It is delicious. Get some. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Who wants to follow Scooter? Yeah. yeah everyone's going to look dumb now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I can, because everybody expects mine to be dumb. So I'll just, I'll just go ahead and go here. Way to uh, lean into your role, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Way to hey, lean I know, into this. I know where Embrace my Embrace bread it. is buttered. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, my beer is the Zirkest, the Zirkus Fest, Oktoberfest. Um, from Highwire Brewing here in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Um, it's actually the gold medal, medal winner at the two... Uh, if I could just read, that's my problem. See, this was perfect. <laughs> I'm going next because I want to go after Jeremy. <laughs> it was the gold medal winner at the 2016 Great American Beer blah, Festival. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the uh, German-style Marzen category. It's... Uh, Use of Munich malt in this full-flavored beer provides upfront biscuity and honey flavors that fade into a light, dry finish. It's 6% uh, alcohol by volume. 
uh, and it's unfiltered, and it's quite delicious. You can see on my glass here, fellas, I have a lot of what Scooter had going on, too, with his full-bodiness. What's that called? What's my glass called? No, what's that called? <laughs> what is that called with the residue on the glass? Scooter it's... said it. You haven't been paying attention. Um, it, I didn't know there was going to be a I'm question a answer boy. quiz <laughs> at the end of this. <laughs> what did he call? I'm sorry, Scooter. Lacing. What was the term? Lacing. Is I got a little bit of lacing here. So this looks more like soap scum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to get yourself some jet dry. <laughs> No, <laughs> don't do. A scooter says don't. No. Don't wash your beer glasses with jet dry. That'll ruin everything. It'll ruin nice. everything. I'm glad you're here, scooter. Here, Tom would have led me astray. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, but it's very good, Adam. You'll enjoy it when you come down. Do you have a bunch of it? Um. Yes. Okay. Good. Then I'm in. I will have several tomorrow. <laughs> because, Jeremy, I don't often agree with you on anything. But I feel like our beer, I, I beer, I feel like our beer tastes align pretty well. So I, I do trust Jeremy on uh, good beer when he's not asking for Zima at the local liquor store when we're all <laughs> hanging out. So there it is. Yeah. Um, okay. That. Well, Nick volunteered to go next. I did. I want to go after that. <laughs> um, I went a little different route, so I am not a huge dark beer guy, but the fall time uh, is the one time, fall, early winter, once it kind of gets cold and the cold sets in, is when I actually will drink a few porters. So I'm bringing kind of a fall porter to the table tonight. Uh, it's from a brewery here in Minneapolis called Dangerous Man Brewery. Uh, they have uh, probably one of their more famous porters is called their peanut butter porter. Uh, has anyone had it? Any any of our, our local oh. gentlemen had the peanut butter porter from Dangerous Man? Uh, uh, I, yeah, I have tried it. Uh, my brother-in-law is big a big fan of por of the porter variety, and I think that's sure. one that he's had me try before. Sure, sure. So it's um you know it's a dark roasty beer. It kind of hits you with the peanut butter flavor uh, right away, um, and then it kind of follows up with kind of a chocolatey coffee type flavor. Um, but one of the reasons I really like it is that even though it's it's a porter, it's really smooth. I know Scooter, you had talked earlier, um, you know, a few podcasts ago about the IBU, the uh, the bitterness scale, basically. International bittering unit. Yeah, and so now when I like look things up, like I did, I, I understand what that means instead of just pretending. And so it, it's only a twenty six, um, which is a pretty smooth porter, and so it, it's pretty easy drinking, even though it's pretty dark in appearance um and, and i'm a peanut butter guy in general you know i like peanut butter desserts i, I like that flavor so it is it is right up my alley 5.8 uh alcohol by volume um but uh it's pretty delicious all right tom you want to go next sure i have a, a local brew from minnesota that uh, <laughs> I, I happen to enjoy quite a bit and uh it's called Oktoberfest. It's from Shells in New Ulm, Minnesota. It's a 5.8% alcohol by volume, only 20 on the IBUs. So it's incredibly smooth and incredibly delicious. Ah, oh, it's the best. Yeah. And I, I like it. I agree going into this time of year as the weather starts to turn, there's something so fantastic about putting on a hoodie, going out by a bonfire and grabbing some beers mm -hmm. you have you have that more multi beer that in the summer just doesn't taste as good and it's only available for a couple of months phenomenal phenomenal beer highly recommended if you can get it all right so for my beer and and it, it, tom i gotta say uh the shells oktoberfest is arguably my favorite beer like it it's so awesome uh, like i look forward to that beer all year long i will stockpile it at the end of the season and right. and keep it into january february if i can um yeah. this year it seems like it's been incredibly difficult to find which tells me two things one that it's become more and more popular which pisses me off stop drinking all my oktoberfest you sons of <laughs> two maybe they're just not producing as much because of 2020 being uh, jackass. So, um, but it is it is 
arguably my favorite beer um, that that is out all year. Um, I almost brought that one to the table, um, but I figured that was too obvious for me. Uh, so I went with out of Amherst, Wisconsin. Where's Amherst, Scoot? You know where Amherst is? Uh, that is about 45 minutes south of uh, Wassa. Okay. So it's not too far from not, me, actually. Not too far from you. Uh, I have the Central Waters Brewing Oktoberfest Lager. Um, brewed and canned in Amherst, Wisconsin. 5.5 on the a, on the alcohol level, um, and it's it's a it's it's real it's a really nice session beer where uh, I feel like sometimes the Oktoberfests can get uh, can almost feel like you've you've drank a lot of uh, sugary uh, 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 drinks after you've had six or seven of them. This is a little lighter, a little bit more... I, I hate the term watered down, but I'm going to use it. A little bit more mild on all those on all those fall flavors. Um, on the can, it says, With an enticing, bready maltiness characteristic of the traditional Marzen-style lockers, Oktoberfest is a radiant, amber-colored brew that finishes crisp and clean. Enjoy this fall seasonal as summer turns into autumn and the colors of the Northwoods are ablaze. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's a great beer. Too, too, soon, too soon to talk about forest being ablaze. That, that's true. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, no, we don't want to. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, somebody should talk to Central Waters about their labeling then because, uh, but it is a very nice beer. Um, I, uh, I My wife really enjoyed it where I don't usually let her drink my shells. So I bought her this um, and it is a little milder on, on, uh, on, on that end of things. So um, that's Adam's beer of the week. You know, for how much you guys are like, you can't get New Glarus in Minnesota. I wish I could get shells out here. I miss shells. Yeah. I, I, I really like shells Firebrick. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good one. So um, I can't say that I've had their Oktoberfest, but uh, next time I'm over that way, definitely going for mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. You guys need to do a meet and greet beer swap like in... And spit swap. A spit swap too, but yeah. in Eau Claire or something. You know, just... You know, someplace kind of. Here we go. You guys can get a couple I, I of rooms still... at Action City and there you get go. some there you water go. slides and change beers and yeah, fluids. Yep. Call yep. it a weekend. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Sounds good. Um, Scooter, anything else that you would like to share with the masses since you're here live with us? Oh, there's so much. Um, you know, I'm very proud of you guys. You guys are using terms like ABV and IBUs, and like you guys are you guys are coming along nicely. So I, I'm very proud of you guys. You're you're, you're becoming beer aficionados. So you know, we've learned from drunkard. the best sensei. Yeah, Scoot, I've been I've been watching Cobra Kai on Netflix, uh, and it's fantastic. If you like, it's addictive yeah, I want to, and it's funny and it's great. But I feel like you're my Mr. Miyagi in my beer journey. So uh, I just you know this moment, I just I want to thank you for all you've contributed because. Uh, you're making me a better person. Well, I have to thank I have to thank you guys. I actually was on a very uh, a long uh, beer drinking hiatus. I I barely drink anything. I just you know busy and life responsible, and being responsible and all that stuff. And I haven't really drank much. And now this is getting me to look at beer again. And uh, my fridge, which is just over there to the left of me. Um, I have a lot of beer in there that I need to drink. I might need some help. So um, I think I have have at least one bottle of every Scooter's Beer of the Week still in the fridge there. Right on. So, um, But yeah, I've I've loved this. This has actually got me, you know, I have my, my notebook. I take notes every week. I've got, I even have... A table of contents for every beer. You know, I, this is this has been awesome. Scooter, you want to stick around and while we embarrass Jeremy a little bit in the next segment? Uh, yeah. All right, sounds good. Thanks for coming on, Scooter, with Scooter's Beer of the Week. Uh, catch him every episode of The Norseman, uh, and uh, I think we should do like a seasonal appearance from you live, like we just did today. I think that's a good idea. I just had that idea. Like it's it. mine. I coin it. More to come on this edition of the Four Norsemen. We're going to wrap up the show, play a little game with Jeremy and uh, Tom's Hero of the Week. Sit tight.
This is the Four Norsemen. Welcome back, third and final segment of the Four Norsemen, Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. My name's Adam Lee. Thanks for being here with us. Scooter, you stuck around for the third segment. Yeah, I can Norsemen. stick around. Yeah, man, we're glad to have you. This is great. We, yeah. we enjoy having you here. It's kind of weird because usually I play Scooter's Beer of the Week leading into right this now. segment. So normally is when I would sing your praises on what you did. So I guess I could still do that based on the second segment, it was really good. Yeah, we, we had you know, a lot of fun talking about beer. I, I, God, I love beer. Guys, I love talking about beer with you guys. You just did, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. One thing I was going to ask you, Scooter, quickly, What? why don't you like pumpkin ales? Is it just uh, because it's infused with pumpkin and it's just not a good mix? Well, I think there's a lot, it's kind of, there's a lot of hype to it, and yeah. it just doesn't, I haven't found one that tastes good. I yeah. try them all the time. Yeah. Um, I've made one. It was hard. Oh, I've, I've drank it. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> bad. So, oh, yeah. That tasted like <laughs> Yeah. And that one was aged like five years by the time I brought it over there. <laughs> so it was... No preservatives. Just no. <laughs> So, no, but uh, a lot of people, you know, everybody's tastes are different again i don't yeah. like ipas you know it's it just that's that's no me. but i totally agree with you i've never had a good pumpkin beer it just i don't know what it is it's just it tastes artificial and just i don't know yeah well and a lot of that is uh there's actually no pumpkin in a lot of these it's uh yeah it's a spice mix that you throw in when yeah. i did the pumpkin ale i actually roasted pumpkin and put it in the in the mash when i when I brewed it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't bad right away. It definitely didn't age well. <laughs> thanks, thanks for bringing it to us. Well, yep, I want to we appreciate it. The thing is, and I, I went through a, a beer class, um, Beer University with the Better Beer Society in Minneapolis there. And, you know, they actually skunked some of the beers to show you what a bad beer tastes like. And that's kind of what I was trying to, to show with you guys when we did that. That, sure. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, really. I, I'm all about education, man. Mr. Miyagi, I tell you, the Mr. Yep. Miyagi of beers. Sometimes, sometimes you got to take some hits to make sure you know what the good stuff is. It's time to play lightning round with Jeremy. Okay, so yes, Ooh. we're gonna play a little game called lightning round. I have in front of me ten trivia questions, Jeremy. You will have the usual forty-seven seconds on the clock, and you need to answer. All the questions as quickly as possible. Failure to do so will make you lose a point. And uh, you can pass and come back to a question if time allows. And uh, we will then get your score and the correct answers after the fact. Nick, will you will you write down Jeremy's answers for me? Do you have something to write, write with? Or just so I... Okay, great. Awesome. I knew I could rely on you. It's time gotta, to play lightning Gotta have a teacher round. friend. With Jeremy... Jeremy, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Number one, without inflation, what is the highest grossing movie of all time? Gone with the Wind. How without many, inflation. Without inflation. Yes, Gone with the Wind. How many forms of communication is C-3PO fluent in? 6,000. Name Daenerys Targaryen's three dragons. Oh, shit. Uh, Drogon, uh, that's it. In the movie Grumpy Old Men, what was Max Goldman farting because he had an ulcer? Razor blades. What NBA player has the most MVP trophies? MJ. What musical term indicates a chord where the notes are played one after another rather than all together? What? <laughs> are you passing? Yes, pass. What is the legislature of the Netherlands called? Your mom. In which sea battle was Mark Antony defeated by Octavian in 31 BC? <laughs> Pass. 
How many legs does a lobster have? Six. What were the earliest forms of contraceptive made from? Seaweed. All right. Okay. There are some all tough right. questions in there. I got them. I got them all written down. Well, the point was the first five to give him ones that he probably would get, and the last five were not. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> so much. Okay, so, Jeremy, without inflation, what is the highest grossing movie of all time? You said Gone with the Wind, correct? Yes. I yes, did. Gone with the Wind. Avengers Endgame is number uh, one. Yes. One. It's a minus one. How many forms of communication is C-3PO fluent in? You said 6,000. It's actually 6 million. Oh, it's minus six two. 6 million. I knew it was a six. Yep. Yep. Name Daenerys Targaryen's three dragons. You said Drogon. Which nope. Is one. This is what he actually said. He said, oh, <laughs> Drogon, and that's it. So I think he's got one of the three. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we'll give him a third of a point there because he did get Drogon. All right. I'm going to give him plus one what minus two. the other two? two? Yep. yep. Plus one two? minus two. Uh, Viserion and Regal. No way I was getting those. All right. In the movie Grumpy Old Men, what was Max Goldman farting okay, because he had you, This was a layup. This was. <laughs> he was farting razor blades. Uh, what NBA player has the most MVP, tr- MVP trophies? It is not Michael Jordan. It is Nick or Tom. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Isn't it Kareem? It's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, absolutely. He has six. They and... didn't want to give it to MJ, so they uh, they gave it to like Shaq one year or something because oh, they didn't want gotcha. him to win too many in a row. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what musical term indicates a chord where the notes are played one after another rather than all together? We were looking for arpeggio, Jeremy. Yeah. Arpeggio. Uh, we, got, yeah. we got what? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is the legislature of the Netherlands called? Uh, Nick, what was his answer? Uh, your mom oh, is, yeah. is, was the answer, Jeremy. Yeah. All right. It's actually called the States General. The States General is what we were looking okay. for. Okay. Um, but you were very close. Um, sometimes our mother runs things like the States General. Um, <laughs> in which sea battle was Mark Antony defeated by Octavian in 31 BC? I can't believe you didn't get this one. Um, yeah, he passed. Okay. Uh, well, I think Mark Antony did pass in that, so we were close. Uh, Octium. We were looking for Octium. And uh, Scooter, do you know how many legs a lobster has? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I want to say it's eight, but it's six. I believe he's right. Uh, we were looking for ten. Ten. I was going to oh. say twelve. Yeah. We're looking for ten. You guys are all stupid. Yep. And yeah. uh, Well, I knew it. Um, what were the earliest forms of contraceptive made from? You said seaweed, uh, and that's actually a pretty good guess, but we were looking for crocodile dung. Crocodile dung. So, So out of a possible 10 points, Jeremy, you got minus eight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I failed. Hey, you know what? Set the bar low, and the next time we play, there's only only can go up. Can go off yep. from there. Yep, that's true. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep, that's okay. Uh, Scooter, um, what did you think of that? Did, was that good? See, this is what I usually. This is the conversation I usually have with Scooter after the show, but I'm just gonna do it right now. Was that good? I would say it's pretty good. Okay. But my my only thing, Jeremy, you know when you. You, you trash or you know, trash talk you know, your mom. You realize that's your mom too, right? <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It's part of the bit. It is part of the bit. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeball, stupefying hero of the week. That's right. It's Tom's hero of the week. On this show, we decided it was important. To end with something positive, especially given the times that we currently live in, so the diesel has us covered. Thomas, who is your hero of the week? Well, this week I went a little bit different, and I went down a route of philanthropy, and it's a story that came out fairly recent Okay, uh, about Chuck Feeney, Chuck who Feeney. was a co-founder Feeney. of the duty-free uh you know, shops that you see in airports and all that. Okay. His his journey and his message to other 
ultra wealthy people is you should give away your fortune before you die because it's better to see what you can do with it while you're alive than take it to the grave. He's given away over $8 billion. Holy cow. Nice. And he saved $2 million for his retirement with his wife. He rents wow. an apartment. He doesn't have a car. He has one pair of shoes. He is, uh, I mean, he's unbelievable is what it comes down to. Wow. To give, to give away 375,000 times your net worth at this point, that's pretty yeah. impressive. How, how old is he? He's 89. 89. And he yeah. and, and you said he's the founder of the duty-free shops. Yeah, so he was a service member and or serviceman and he went to Cornell University on the GI Bill. So he didn't have to With pay for college. Jeremy. Jeremy, he didn't go to Cornell. No. And so then he and his business partner, uh, like something Miller, I don't remember what his name was, but uh, they went into a joint venture and created duty-free because okay. they were selling to service members overseas. Eventually that contract uh, moved its way over here and in the 90s is when they really got big in airports over here. No joke. And ma they made obviously a ton of money right. yeah. uh, by doing that. And yeah. he's encouraged other very rich people to do what he's done and donate that money that otherwise would be in an estate or whatever the heck he wants to do with it. Yep, can't take it with you, right? Well, yeah, Correct. and the stat there, 300, Sometimes your net worth. I 375,000 times your oh, net worth. Oh, a thousand times. I missed a yes. thousand. Holy Six figure. Cow. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that, that's, that's just, cool. that's insane. I mean, yeah, all these billionaires can give away all the money they want, but I don't think they're ever going to be there. I mean, that's probably never going to be touched. Well, no, and even like Zuckerberg said, he wants to give away 98% or something along those lines of his net worth, which he's given yeah. away a lot. Right. Uh, but at what Not point, yeah. how many billions do you really need? Right. I could use one. So <laughs> good on you, Chuck Feeney. Yeah. You you get rid me? of that other two million. I got a phone number and then a bank account for you. Feeney! Feeney! Venmo me some shit, man. Is that how, Tom, is that how you're going to build your uh, pole shed uh, with uh, all the stuff in it? Heck yeah. Well, that's the strip club he works at on Thursdays. Uh... <laughs> That'd be quite the name of a strip club, the Pole Shed. <laughs> there, there's one in Wisconsin named. Yeah, there, there has to be. There's got to be one near the Dells. Yep. Yeah. Google yep. yeah. Pole Shed. We don't have time for that. <laughs> but good Stop on it. you, Chuck. Feeny. Stop it. You don't have. You don't have time. I'm gonna mute him. I can't mute him tomorrow because I'll see him in person. But I can mute him now. Scooter, thanks for joining us, buddy. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Good to see you. He found one. There's uh, <laughs> cruising chubbies. Well, yeah, of everybody course. knows. Yeah, everyone knows about cruising chubbies, but uh, well, when we we get rich off of uh, Scooter's Brewery that he opens at some point, we'll open up a male strip club called the Pole Pole Shed. Yep. Strip club and mini storage will be rich. <laughs> <laughs> the pole shed works for both, so we yeah. could put it on the same piece of property. Yep, that's true. There, there's bean snappers. <laughs> that's not far from me. <laughs> All right, we better cut. Jeremy's cut off. All right, that's it for this episode of The Foreign Norseman. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the show. Questions, comments, rants, send it our way on Twitter, Facebook, emails to Norseman4. That's the number four at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Overcasts, Audible, and Pandora. For some reason, still haven't gotten us on there, um, but uh, we're uh, and still working on Spotify as well. These guys take forever to respond to you. Like, uh, they tell you that you have, like, a three-week waiting time or whatever. And so, um, and you have to have so many episodes posted, which we're, we're over the limit on. So, but we're, uh, we're available in a lot of spots, so check us out. Uh, thanks to Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com for providing our music, as Shane. always. And special thanks to Nick Marty, the Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy, and to you folks. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. For all of us here at the Four Norsemen, I'm Adam Lee, considering those eardrums. Satisfied. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.
Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I miss you. I miss you too, man, but I can see you. I miss you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. I think my dog has to poop. I love you. That sucked. He's always so, so negative at the end of the show. That sucked. Ah.